Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and joining us today is Joe Chivolo. He is the founder and president at BitAML. Welcome, Joe. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. We're very excited about, about your company and what you guys are up to. So for people who maybe are not um, acquainted with your company, BitAML, could you please give us just a little bit of an overview about it? Sure. Uh, at BitAML, we provide regulatory compliance consulting to uh, entrepreneurs and startups in the cryptocurrency space. Uh, so we work with those that are regulated financial institutions within the world of Bitcoin and crypto. Uh, so, for example, Bitcoin ATM operators, traders, trading platforms, uh, exchanges, big and small, uh, and all sorts of innovations and, and amazing discoveries that are being made every day in crypto. Uh, we're there along the way helping uh, provide some insight. Uh, into the regulatory compliance world, uh, what the expectations are, and helping our clients meet and hopefully exceed those expectations. And, you know, with the compliance is just a hot topic right now in, in this world, um, and you know, there's different camps for either side. You know, speaking from someone who is, who is a part of the compliance uh, enforcement, I guess, what would, you, what would you tell people about compliance and why are you so passionate about it? Sure. And I think it's important to distinguish between compliance uh, for the sake of compliance and then reasonable expectations around regulatory compliance. So, um, you know, being at one end or the other can be dangerous in, in many respects. Um, you know, I'm, I'm for uh, reasonable uh, expectations and reasonable compliance regulation. And sometimes we're, we're there as a society and sometimes not. Uh, but the way that I look at it is good compliance is good business, right? It's about knowing your customer. Yes, KYC is an AML term, right? Knowing one's customer, but it's also a good business practice. And we work with our clients to educate them on the opportunities that compliance can actually hold in terms of really knowing their customer uh, from a sales perspective, from marketing, and really making connections and, and ultimately making sure they're doing business in an ethical and, and and in a manner that uh, is proper for the marketplace, because I think that that together um, as a uh, as an economy or a, a part of the economy uh, in the crypto world, uh, if we look out for ourselves and look out for each other uh, in the marketplace, it's going to be better for everyone uh, overall. So, um, you know, I, I think I hear the voices out there and, and there's some reasonable arg arguments to be made about limiting uh, regulations or in some ways uh, that it may be anathema to Satoshi's vision. Uh, but uh, I'm here to say I don't think at any point uh, our government was was ever thinking that this is going to be a pure uh, no regulation uh, perspective in the in the space. There was going to be some regulation. So I appreciate voices on each side, and, and hopefully, uh, as I suspect it will over time, it's going to be a reflection of of those that want something limited and those that are maybe looking for more consumer protection or more regulation. That the, ultimately the answer will be somewhere uh, in the middle. Absolutely, and you know it's all about that balance of 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 that, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. And, you know, what are some of the biggest things that people maybe don't know can go wrong if you're not being compliant and you're not really watching out for all these different moving pieces? What are some of the things that can go wrong? Sure. I, I think outside of the obvious, right, there, there are potential yeah. consequences, uh, criminal and, and, and civil liability. 
uh, with respect to governments, uh, and not just the federal government with FinCEN and and some of the other um, alphabet soup uh, <laughs> acronyms mm -hmm. of agencies in, in, in federal government, but also at the state level. We're seeing a lot more interest among state regulators that maybe previously were waiting to see if Bitcoin really amounted to anything, <laughs> if there was really anything out mm -hmm. there in the marketplace that maybe you and I saw uh, some time ago, but perhaps the regulators were, were stepping back and letting some things play out in the market, which to a certain degree is admirable. Uh, but we're seeing more and more interest uh, from regulators looking at things, not just from AML. I mean, that was the first regulatory point of contact, at least formally, with our industry. But we're seeing a lot more concentration now on consumer protection, um, data integrity, data security, uh, and things outside of just uh, AML. And so I suspect that that's going to continue going forward. That's certainly something we're keeping an eye on. And tell us a little bit about your backstory. How did you get involved with this and uh, you know, give us your background? Sure. So I spent about a decade um, in bank compliance working for uh, traditional banks. I think I can hear the virtual boos uh, over the airways now. Uh, but uh, it, it gave me a lot of perspective in that time, having worked in several uh, leadership positions, both in the, in the field of anti-money laundering, AML, uh, and also other various risk management disciplines, such as fraud prevention um, and due diligence. So I, I had a chance to learn about our financial system and different products and services from a traditional perspective. Um, and, and I didn't allow that to, to taint my perspective on the crypto space. In fact, if anything, uh, it allowed me to see so much more potential uh, and what we could do uh, in our world in crypto to really change some of the things that, that were lacking be, uh, lagging behind uh, in terms of technology within traditional financial services. Absolutely. So what are some of the things that people can can access. So if you have a company and you want to use Bit AML, you know, give us some of the things that you provide in your solutions. Sure. So I'd say by far the most common solution that we have out there is really helping our clients with that first initial AML compliance program. So um, if you are a financial institution or FI in the world of crypto, that is to say you provide some sort of exchange service, whether that's through a kiosk or an online platform or you're a trader yourself, um, you're obligated to have a written AML compliance program. Uh, and so there are certain specifications for that, certain hard and fast requirements, and then also some compliance expectations uh, that have built up over time uh, from regulators and, and just from general best practices. So that initial set of AML compliance documents is really uh, uh, the first touch point that we have with most of our clients and really helping them uh, to get off the ground and, and to build that initial first step of their compliance infrastructure. Uh, and we're proud to say that uh, some of our first few clients have come back to us, uh, many of them months or years later, uh, and have said, hey, you know, we, we've grown. We've, we're expanding to different states. We're adding some products and services. Uh, and the fastest growing segment for us now is working with uh, some of our success stories, some of our early clients that have come back and, and are experiencing uh, tremendous growth. They really want us to help with that compliance infrastructure. Um, and recently, we've actually helped hire some internal uh, AML and compliance uh, personnel and, and, and uh, compliance officers for some of our early companies that uh, probably started out of a dorm room or, or a basement. So it's really <laughs> amazing to, to see those journeys and to be a part of it. And it's not just simply giving some advice over the phone, but really helping build that infrastructure and, and being along for the journey uh, of so many of these innovative players in the space that uh, have really come to make a name for themselves. And, and we're quite proud of our contributions. I also love on your website that you provide uh, different resources for companies, especially, you know, like Bitcoin ATMs or you're starting, you're starting to give people knowledge. And that really is at the, the base of this entire space is people need to be educated thoroughly. 
Yeah, and thank you for pointing that out. And, and admittedly, we want to get some more resources up there, and, and uh, I, I'm a little remiss on that. We have some more content that we're excited to be sharing uh, later on in, in the uh, the latter half of this year, or the last quarter of this year, I should say. So we're very excited about that, and it, it kind of brings me back to the roots of BitAML when I started uh, attending different Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency meetups, and at the time not having any business cards or, or a website or anything other than the knowledge I'd accumulated in the field of AML and compliance uh, for financial institutions. And I was just paying it forward, answering questions and, and getting to meet some folks in the space and starting out. And, you know, it reminded me that, uh, you know, people just, just need some simple resources. They want to be pointed in the right direction. And if that means they just have a piece of information and they're able to, to move forward with their business and they don't necessarily need to have a formal conversation with us, that's fine too. And, and we're happy to be a, a, a part of that. And we're happy to help out in any way we can. Absolutely. And I, I really love that this, this company is so accessible. Um, one of the things that jumped out at me as well was just having on-demand compliance support. So what exactly does that entail? Uh, sure. That uh, that apparently entails calling me at all hours of the night. No. <laughs> um, no, you're right. We love to be accessible. I'm joking, but I'm not. Um, no, it's great that, that our clients feel comfortable calling us. And, you know, and the phone number on the website is my cell phone. And we get text messages and and phone calls at, at various different hours and over the weekend and just having conversations with our clients or friends in the space that just need a, a quick helpful hint about some compliance situation or they, they need to, to you know take something offline and, and uh, connect one-on-one -on -one about a, some sort of uh, direct matter uh, involving uh, compliance. No, it's just great to be accessible and, and to be able to provide that services uh, to folks and you know, um, the crypto space is not nine to five and, and uh, you know, compliance isn't either. So it's great to have that that feel and, and not to have bankers hours, uh, pun intended. <laughs> um, besides, you know, the things we've already kind of touched base on, which is a lot of competitive edge. But what what else really sets you apart from other companies that might be offering similar services? Sure. Uh, we stick strictly into the crypto space. So we don't, uh, we've, we've avoided the temptation of providing AML compliance consulting, which is in huge demand right now. Um, there's no shortage of work. And in fact, we've uh, declined to take on work from traditional banks and traditional financial institutions because we want to focus strictly on crypto. And that really gives us an edge. And over the past three and a half plus years being in business, we, we've had an opportunity to meet so many people and and attend different events and really accumulate that knowledge and stay focused um, so that we're not putting uh, our attention and dividing it into different areas uh, of financial services, but rather staying focused on crypto um, and, and really you know, feeling at home and, and providing that extra level of detail, that extra level of information. And where do you see your, this company going in the next you know, three years. What what other things do you hope to implement? Sure, uh, we're working extensively right now on some uh, software-related products to help folks manage their compliance program and their compliance infrastructure. Um, you know, we're certainly not looking to replace uh, anyone with a, a robot in the compliance space, but we really think that there's some opportunities to use technology to help uh, our clients and, and, for that matter, the, the greater uh, crypto space uh, to manage their compliance affairs and and uh, you know, with their record keeping and, and being able to manage uh, your day-to-day -day compliance. Um, it seems to us that some of the solutions out there, um, although we are getting better, some of the solutions out there are much more uh, geared towards traditional financial services uh, and, and the upper end of the market, um, which is to say larger institutions. So, yeah, we're, we're working on some stuff in our laboratory here that we're, we're quite proud of. And, and uh, I don't mean to be coy with specifics, but we're... we're uh, in the finishing stages of putting some things together, which we hope to launch 
uh, come the first half of next year. Very exciting. I love that little teaser. So now we're all going to be on the lookout for exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so what are some of the things that really have taught you a lesson while working this space? You know, what are some of the biggest things that you've learned? Um, perhaps unsurprisingly, that that uh, the only thing that's, that's constant is change. Um, it, it just seems that things are, are literally changing by the second. You know, traditional bank compliance, things were constantly changing. And, and it was said by one of my mentors in traditional compliance that, you know, today's gimmick is tomorrow's expectation, uh, you know, hmm. when it comes to compliance. And, and that's that remains true across the board. Uh, but you magnify that uh, with all of the different uh, ins and outs of the crypto space and lessons learned. Um, yeah, I, I think... Every day is a surprise, really, um, and, <laughs> and I say that with all due reverence to the space. I, I think that there's just so much going on. It's it's hard to know, um, you know, one day or the next what really um, is is a game changer. And I think you know, years from now, when we, we piece it all back together, we might reflect on some moments that seemed fairly benign, but ultimately shifted the course or perhaps uh, reoriented the trajectory of this industry. Absolutely. You're gonna. You never really know what what the future is holding, but it gives you little nuggets of information that might be clues along the way. So, where is the best place for our listeners or for people who are looking for compliance solutions? What is the best way for them to sign up, and where can they learn more about everything? Sure, I welcome folks to check out our website. It's bitaml b i t a m l dot com. Um, or if you'd just like to set up a, a conversation with me, very casual, um, as you can see, <laughs> you can send me an email at joe, J-O-E, at bitaml, B-I-T-A-M-L dot com. Or uh, ju- definitely check us out on Twitter, um, at B-I-T-A-M-L. Uh, we share uh, lots of content on there, as well as uh, link back to some of the resources on our website. And we're very active uh, on our blog page, sharing our thoughts and, and synthesizing some of the news uh, out there in the crypto space from a from a compliance perspective, and then from time to time, occasionally sharing our general thoughts about the space. So, but yeah, I'd love to hear from folks. Again, check out the website um, and uh, happy to uh, to arrange any conversation, uh, however casual it may be, however early stage uh, you may be in the process. It's, it's always great to meet new folks and, and uh, share any information and share any insights I can. Absolutely. You seem very open to, to text messages and, and any other form of communication that you feel comfortable with uh, expressing your your questions with. So thank you so much for being so open and vulnerable and and for coming on the show and and teaching us more and more about about what you guys do over there at AML. Well, thank you, Julia. It's been my pleasure. That is Joe Cicciolo. He is the founder and president at BitAML. You can check them out at bitaml.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.